Hello, everyone. My name is Josh Kirby, and this is my good friend, Justin. What's up? And we are deciding to do a podcast. With corona going on and having to stay indoors, I want to pursue comedy. He's a businessman. I just want to do a podcast. I think it'd be fun. A perfect, a perfect pairing. And what's better yet than to give the people some media, some social media action? Honestly, I don't know what we're giving them. But uh, if, they'll, them if they'll take it, we'll give it, I decent guess. Decent content. And this decent content is called the KD Ratio. <laughs> so welcome. So to begin with, it is the holiday season. It is the week upcoming of Christmas. Four days away. Four days Kinda away. Kind of came up on me. I'm not going to lie. I got some more shopping I have to do. Uh, we just finished finals at the college that we attend. And you just graduated. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, I'm done. I'm out of there. He's out. I still got how much time I have. And... Since it's since it's a holiday season, you know, we're relaxed. It's time to, you know, cuddle up with, with a blanket and a warm book and, you know, with that special someone. And I think I think one of the best ways to deliver that special someone, something that you really care, you show them that you really care for them is uh is through is through song. Song, music. So the way you set the mood and the feeling for everything. Yeah, subtle hints. Subtle hints is big with this song that we'll show you. But um I was shown this YouTube sensational improv DJ, Mark Riblet, aka the Loop Daddy. I was shown this song that I I think would be perfect for the holiday season. So if we could play them a a little, the first ten seconds, we'll shoot ten seconds. Yeah, and I want the the first time you showed me this song, we were driving. I don't know where where we were going, but I just. The first 10 seconds is all I heard, and it really caught me off guard. Yeah. Bring that fat ass over here. I want to get it in my mouth. I want to get it in my mouth. Oh. So that's what I heard. So, yeah, he's basically saying, bring that ass over here because I'm about to tear it up. And I think that might be one of the best songs I've ever heard. Really, a song that you know you could drop a, a subtle yet aggressive hint to that special someone. I don't know if it's more of a Valentine's Day type of song, but it's definitely like the like kissing under the mistletoe is kind of like old timers music, well, old timer old timer times. Here's what I like about it. Yeah, it's one of those songs where you can kind of play it as like a hint. Yeah, but if things don't go your way. You just laugh it off because yeah. it's also a laughable song. Because if she's like, ew, what are you trying to say? And you're like, no, 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 no. Like, I didn't say a thing. He said it. But if she's like. The old, the old he said, she said. Yeah. It's like, hey, it didn't come out of my mouth. But if she's like, oh, um, what, what lyrics? It's, it's just like, a, yeah. What about them lyrics? It's, it's just, a, it's just a neutral song. And it can go either way, and I, it's a safe bet. It's, so play it for your significant other or yeah. your crush, or you know, kind of shoot it out there. There's no, there's no, there's no wrong, there's no wrong move. But this does bring the topic to my head of how eating ass has became like our generation's kiss. It's whoa, I don't know about that. <laughs> Hold on, it's it's become so commonplace and to speak of commonplace i do have a story so i was out 
with a group of people about to see a show. And I, I didn't know, you know, a lot of people in the group. I knew of a few. I was meeting people. You know, I was, I was being social. And I was telling a story. And I overheard that one of the, the young women in that group were like, oh, like, I got my ass ate before. And it immediately sparked my interest because I've never heard that so, so freely come out of someone's mouth. I th- you know, because if you tell someone, you're like, hey, like, by the way, this happened. But she's like, I'm proud. I'm proud this happened. So I immediately took interest and I was like, oh, like, please share your story with me because awesome. And she goes, yeah, I was like, you know, making out with this one dude and he just flipped me around and, and went to, went to downtown. Just so, so just no, just that was it. No, it was, it was like, it was, it was like zero to a (laughs) hundred. It was you went you went from north to south pole real fucking quick. Um so so even better, her friend came back at her. He, and she goes, "Well, I tore a guy's ACL." So, I I still can't comprehend this. Neither neither can I, and I didn't want to go into too much detail because, you know, it was I didn't even know her name. I just knew that she was breaking ACLs out here. So, she said that her and this one dude like, you know, obviously we're listening to Mark Rebley. By the way, that song is called Work That Ass for Daddy. Take that in. So she said that they were going at it the next morning. Whatever they did was too much for this man's neck, this man's leg. Like tearing ACLs type moves. Oh, are we sure he tore it? Because if he tore it, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've never torn my ACL, but neither have I. I've, I've had some injuries, and normally injuries like that, you, you know, immediately. See, I I'm think I think she said it was a minor tear, so it wasn't something. Well, and think about it. think of all the adrenaline that's pumping through him. You think he's kind of like like when you're like, dang, like I tore a muscle after that game. I did that. There was so much. Other, there was something else that he was focused on besides yeah, that torn yeah, ACL. So, I mean, moral of the story, go hard in the paint and hard in the taint. <laughs> oh, God. That's what's up. <laughs> oh, man. So, so that, that's a... You, you just said that. So, yeah. Find that on a t-shirt someday. So... Even better, since it is the holiday season, since you know what song to be playing to your special someone, Justin, you have a you have a holiday story that can be interpreted as just terrible. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's just one of those things. I was in I was in a drive through for Starbucks. Just wanted like a coffee and a sandwich, and uh, you know how people like some. The, essentially, the guy in front of me paid for me. And I pull up to the window. Yeah. And I always told myself if anybody did that for me, I would probably just pay it forward and do it. You know, just be right. a good person. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know, I feel like there's, there's people out there who need more than me. So like when I feel, or when I get something for free, I feel a little guilty. Yeah. I pulled up. The lady said the, that the guy in front said, Merry Christmas. He paid for your order and she gave me my food and I had my credit card in hand. And I froze so hard that 
I just had to put it away and I just drove away. <laughs> I didn't even say please or thank you and I just drove away and that was so unlike me. <laughs> and I felt so guilty afterwards. I was like, that dude probably wanted to start a chain of people paying for each other's orders. Yep. And he got me. He was he was like, you know what, I'm gonna spark this holiday cheer. And your Grinch ass came over and just swooped, swooped and left. Yeah. But you know what? Was, but you know what? We're not going to look at this as a negative. We're going we're to say, you know what? Let's, let's find the positive in this. Because, and if there is one, because there is. But I, I think that, that you're like, you know what? I'm graduating. That was your graduation gift. From that random man. I or woman, whoever paid for you. I guess. That hard earned dollar was, was your was your graduation. I mean it's Christmas, so I do feel like it's more of a Christmas gift. It's both. We'll we'll count it as both. We'll count it as a Christmas gift. It's a holiday. Gift. holiday I, got, I took a Christmas gift, gift from a stranger. What was that? Um was moral of the story, I I thought I was a good person. I thought I would do that, but turns out no, I just drove away. But I think I will eventually do that for someone else here yes. soon because I still feel a little guilty about it. We could have done that today. <laughs> we did it. Today was a different story. Today we were we were, busy we were trying today. to do this. We were in a rush. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I, yeah. I don't think there's anything, anything wrong with that. I think, I think most people would freeze up. I mean... Oh, probably it's it's always one of those things where like it's what would you do in like this situation? Like would you actually act or would you freeze up? Yeah. And like fight or flight. Yeah, exactly. And like it, it's like if you're I don't know. I mean, I I okay, so a little story about a job I was working one time. Mm-hmm. Um I was young. I think I was like 16 or 17. I was working at McDonald's. Uh the the sweet 16, 17-year-old like job. Uh so we were just working one day and this dude was just being like a nuisance. And like, we're pretty sure he just shot up heroin in the bathroom because I don't know, my coworker, I guess, knew what heroin smelled like and went in there and he's like, it smelled like somebody just like lit up heroin on a spoon. Now, would you more in that, in that moment, would you be more concerned about the customer or your coworker? Um, dude, I don't know. In that moment, I honestly don't remember what I was thinking <laughs> in that moment, but I remember thinking like, you know, what would I do in that moment? And I was yeah. young, so I knew I wouldn't act because that the, the dude who's acting crazy was kind of wild. But my coworker went and, like, kind of, like, got him out of the door. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just one of those things where, like, that's one of those times where I thought about, I was like, you know, would I have done something? Yeah. And I think I would. Yeah. But then this whole, this whole like, thing in the drive-thru, that was a small thing. I didn't even do that. Yeah. And I thought I would do that. So I'm afraid that if I ever get in that situation, I'll just freeze up, you know? Yeah. But um, now, now take this into consideration. What if, what if say, you were like, you know what, you you, wound back time, you know, and you were like, hey, I'm I'm gonna pay for the person behind me, and that person is do like a final, like a final season, Starbucks run, eighty nine dollars to the dime, eighty nine ten to the dime. Okay, well, n- knowing now how I should act in like in being in that situation. I probably would just pay for it. Would you hesitate? Would you hesitate because it was so much money? If if I offered and they told me the price, would you be like? What? I don't think I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of to say no. 
but I think I'd still go through with it. That's what's up. Um, especially around this, just it's the holidays. Why yeah. not? You know, it's it's a little gift. Just, you know, maybe good karma will come my come yeah. way one day. Good good karma and maybe some good caramel. You know, that's a bad Starbucks joke. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was a great joke. That was cheesy. Um, do you do you have any work horror stories? Um, like bad interactions with customers. I. My first job was as a bellman at a hotel. And for those who don't know what a bellman is, I'm a bag bitch. Not bad bitch, bag, B-A-G. You, you essentially just carries like people's suitcases yeah. to the rooms for them. Right? I'm the first person and the last person you see when you enter the hotel or leave. So wait, but by saying that, you're essentially the face of the company. I am the face. I felt like the face of the company because my face was at the door without yeah um i was young i was 19 i just started and i think i was about two months in still a rookie compared to some of these like my lead was like 10 years second was like eight and then like five and like three years like they all had experience under their belt you know they were kind of they were kind of like groggy i was that ambitious kid that was you know trying to trying to make money and make a living the ambitious bellhop yeah yeah that's my that's my hero name and um so my weird it was two months in and i get a call up to a room normal i think it's just like a normal call i'm like okay whatever so i go up there and it's like a first off the phone call was like in a different language not like not like some, it was like hard hearing English, like rough, mm-hmm. like gravel rough, tough. So I get up there and this man opens the door in his tidy whities and a wife beater, old Russian man. And he's just like, what do you want? And I was like, oh, hi, sir. Like you, you rung me. Like I'm, I'm here to help you with bags. I didn't call you. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do that. I was like, yeah, you did. You did call me. So the person that you talked to or that called you, was it a woman or a man? No, it was a man. And it was that man, pantsless, at the door. So you reckon you recognized the voice from the phone? And I everything? was like, that's some, that's some hard English right there. That's some mm. hard English. And he was just like, what? Like, why are you here? And I was like, oh, like, I'm here to, you know, take your bags on. Why would you touch my bags? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I'm just trying to do my job. What, was was he big? Was this like a big this was, dude? No, he was like short with like a like a hunch, and he's just like, he, he he went a long way. I knew this man for like another two months. I saw that he was my best. He thought I was his best friend. I was not, but that was just the beginning. You're just scared not to interact with him. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you you're, know you're scared for him not to like you. Yeah, I was like, this man's like definitely like ex like kgb or like spetsnaz or something like he had training under his belt that's why he opened the door with no pants on he knew if i said something but, he would but, just kill me right there but you're bigger than him like that's like height wise uh bigger but not broader okay i was still skinny still skinny but like i was skinnier so he we get into like this so he's like just come in come into my room and i was like okay so I go in, his wife or girlfriend or mistress was like packing up. And I was like, she's definitely the one who called. She's got the hard, the hard English. And he's over there trying to like, still not wearing pants for some reason. He's just like trying to make conversation. I was like, buddy, I'm, 
all for the conversation. Wait, are you in or out of the room right now? I'm in the room with the door shut. He invited me in, and I was just like... Did you fear for your life a little bit? I feared that he was keeping his pants off for a reason. So, we managed, I managed to get him to put on pants. I was like, sir, pants are great, right? I was like, check out my, I was like, check out these brown pants. Like, check out these new pants check, I got. Check out these, these baddies. And he's like, he's like, I should put on pants. <laughs> and so, so how much time until he put on pants? At least another five minutes with the door shut. So a five minute conversation, door shut. At least his pants 10 off. minutes, pantsless. I was just trying to give eye contact or not because I don't know what was less weird. I didn't, I was like, so we managed to like get him, you know, pants on, like checked out all that. I, I was like, okay, awesome. So I see that this man was, he came in at least every week. He like lived there. He would check out, check back in. You know, you see a lot of those people in like the hotel interest, uh, industry. So eventually over time, he would always come up to me and say, He's like, what, like, are you going to school? And I was like, yeah, like I'm going to school. He goes, oh, what's your, like, what are you studying? And I was like, oh, I'm going to be a, like a business major. I switched, but I was at that time business major. Mm -hmm. And he goes, he's like, oh, MBA, you MBA. I always thought he said NBA. I was like, no, those dreams are over. Like I I realized I'm, I'm not getting that far. I was like six foot three. I know I'm tall, but. (laughs) I was like, don't put me in a bubble, sir. Don't put me in a box. So he was like, he, yeah. MBA, like, he's like, you're going to own this company someday. I was like, that would be sick, but I'm kind of, you know, I don't want to be a, the superior bellman in my future. So then the CEO of all bellmen over. Yeah. I wanted to be the manager of bellmen over time. There was the, the last day that, cause I personally did it, but I was the assist man to getting him, uh, kicked out of the hotel permanently. Ooh, what did he do? So. One of the things that you can't do as a bellman is one, lend out money, which I wouldn't because we're all stingy. But if you get asked to give you money, so if a customer is like, hey, can I have $5? They could get in big trouble. So, so I, I don't know. Wait, I, so just for asking? Yeah. So if someone came like, so the story was he was in like a rough spot. It was his birthday weekend. He like spent like a boatload of money that he doesn't have. Like, so he comes up to me. He's like. Hey, I need 20 bucks for the bus. Like I'll, I'll give you double in two weeks, double 40 bucks in two weeks just to give me 20 bucks now. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Like it's been a rough day. I got a fat wad of cash in my pocket that is bulging out and you could see it. If I looked at it, I was like, you know, today's been kind of short, but so then he's like, no, like I, I need this money. He's like, please. And I was like, sir, I'm so sorry. Like I don't have 20 bucks. He's like, here, listen, you give me ten dollar you find someone with five and five dollars and then you bring back the 20 bucks and i was like dude this, this dude's making like a mini pyramid this scheme right man now. was so determined to get twenty dollars and i said i was like there's a casino right over there but like go gamble it and he was just like no like i need this twenty dollars dude next thing he's gonna be like you get one dollar then you get two <laughs> your friends to get one dollar and then you have them each get two then friends we're to get dollar. the pyramid scheme <laughs> and then about four rows down I'll have my twenty dollars. I'll have I'll have twenty dollars exactly. So, I went to my because my boss was like, "Hey, like, why is he still bothering you about?" And I was like, "He's asking me for money." And she goes, "That's the last straw. Like, he can't be doing that." Did you give him money? I was like, "No, I'm I'm a broke college student. I need this money more than he does. <laughs> Every dollar matters." So security comes and they grab him, 
and they take him outside and he's just like looking at me and he's like, he's like, $20, give me those $20. I'm just like, I'm like, dude, I'm broke. Like, I don't, that's the reason why you're getting kicked out. I don't got the money. And they're going to fire me if I give it to you. So he like, he, he has to sign a paper. He gets kicked out. Banned. Yeah. He got banned from the hotel and the resort. Okay. So what on on top of it, he had, he had a lot of complaints from our concierge for very sexual remarks. Oh, so he one of just, one of his best ones was, "Oh, you can't like you are a woman. You need to make sure that you're fertile all the time." And she was like, "Sir, I'm 19." <laughs> and he was like, "He he yelled at me. He was like, why why is she touching my bags? You grab the bags. She has to stay fertile." And I was like, "She's not gonna. She's oh, 19. Okay, she's so gonna so stay on top of her game for at least another 15 years." Come okay, on. I was gonna I was gonna ask like, well, what else did he do? Because there's no way that. Banned him from a hotel. For this was like one time, but okay, that makes a lot more sense. He, this was like the straw that broke the camel's. So he's back. just a terrible dude. He was a terrible dude. He was he was a weirdo. He, you know, I hope to see him someday because I'm pretty sure he had big dreams in myself, and and those dreams are never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if he ever sees this, awesome. Hey, um, do you ever think he got the twenty dollars? I think he owes people money, and that's why he <laughs> needed twenty dollars. <laughs> he just like he, he found some people Bro, there no, that he, he owed the, twenty bucks in the. Nah, casino. dude, he needed twenty dollars to get out of town. He's like, I'm gonna die in about fifteen minutes if I don't have twenty bucks. I'm like, I'm like, I don't have it. He's like, two people, five dollars. Find me twenty bucks today. I'm like, all right, Kirby. Sorry. One day you're gonna find him. You're gonna have to find out if you ever got that twenty dollars. Maybe I'll work for him one day, and I'll be like, remember when you didn't give me twenty twenty dollars? You get no money. You get no salary. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. I I don't miss that job. <laughs> but what about you? Any weird job experiences over? Dude, there? I worked at McDonald's. I got I got weird stories for days. Okay. I mean, I could tell you the weird stuff I did while I worked there. Customers were mean. With customers, customers it's always mean. always just mean stories. Yeah. Um like we had this one customer uh, if, I don't know if you guys know how, not all McDonald's work like this, but some of them do. And the ways, the way ours worked was if your food wasn't ready, we'd have you pull forward to a third window and you would just wait there so we can keep like the line moving. Yeah. Most, most of them, and I believe still do that. This dude ordered one McChicken, which I think was only $1.19. Sounds about right. And, um, I don't remember, but we asked him to like pull forward to the third window Yeah. because like something was wrong. So it was going to take a while. Yeah. And it ended up taking like 15 minutes, but this dude refused to move for 15 minutes for a dollar 99 McChicken or a dollar 19 McChicken or whatever the price was. Mm-hmm. And like just like that, customers were just mean. They had like no consideration for anybody else around them. Yeah. And it was it was literally every day you'd have interactions with that. Yeah. But to be honest, the job wasn't actually that bad. See, my mom, my mom worked at McDonald's it's- back in the day, and she she said it was not that bad. She said that she made a fire Sunday, so mom. It- because I know you'll see this. Well, I think it comes down to who you work with. So oh, I actually, yeah, I, I, I actually uh, made really good friends with one with this one guy, and we would work together all the time, and we would do the weirdest things. Like, if you guys ever get your hands on a McDonald's pickle, those things stick to anything. So we had this fun game where we would like try to like run up to like 
or we first we started like throwing it onto the wall and yeah. seeing how far away we can get and then we started throwing <laughs> it onto people's like clothes on their back not customers our co-workers so like you know and like pretty much the game was is where's the weirdest place we can get a pickle stuck <laughs> and i think one time he got it on my co-worker's cheek but obviously yeah. it didn't stay there for very long she hit it off but I think that was the best shot that we ever had. So we were literally running around throwing these like little pickles at walls and pe- and like our coworkers and stuff. You would have like a holster full of pickles. <laughs> well, they came in a little container, so we'd like we would each get like a little container. We would run around with them. <laughs> we did get in trouble once from the owners. Never threw pickles after that. I think. Wow. What was? First off. That was the first time I've ever heard McDonald's and pickles in a sense. And I think that made my fucking day. So, McDonald's sponsor us. <laughs> Please. Give us pickles. <laughs> no, I don't. Give us money. What do you mean? I'm, I'm ready to sell it right now, to be honest. Give it, <laughs> we're selling the podcast. Um, but there was... Wow, what was another one? There has to be it. I got flexed on so hard at my job that this guy came up to me and he was just he was just like some like profound doctor and he literally came up to me to flex how much money he made that he had like the the chase like black card the black credit card made of like like titanium or wherever the hell and oh you're talking about the american express black card. yeah he was like he was like do you know what this is i was like that looks like a credit card he's like this is not any like he's like you you couldn't have this credit card i was like thanks for you know, hurt me at a low point as being a bellman. And, um, <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, you know who my son is? I was like, sir, I'm meeting you right now. And sir, I, don't I don't like you at all. I don't even know who you are. I was like, I don't like you. So make that known. And basically I, my, my hopes were, I was going to listen to him for the duration of his demeaning speech. So I could get money. I was hoping I'd be like, it, Hey, here's a hundred dollar tip. Do something with it. I'd be like, parties. Yeah, like one of those like <laughs> sentimental things. Like this hundred dollars is gonna be the first hundred dollars that's gonna get you a million dollars yeah. or something like that. Yeah, nothing. He just he walked away. He walked away. He's like, I'm gonna spend more money. So this dude walked up to some broke college student because you know like all college students are essentially broke. Flex that he's a millionaire, has money for days, and then just walks away. Exactly that. Didn't even tip you for helping him. Nope. I- what a guy. What a guy. So if he's out there, I hope you're broke. But um I I knock on wood. Knock on wood that he's broke? Knock on wood that I don't go broke for that. Like karma's not gonna bite me in the ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got you. But I think that was that was all we had That's all the time to we talk had. about today. Yeah, we're trying to keep the podcast under uh, under thirty under, minutes, under about thirty minutes, yeah, or somewhere around thirty minutes. But um, yeah, we you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll be in the, the description. Um, of course, we're gonna be on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube, so you can watch us anywhere. And uh, just give us a follow if you liked it. Yeah. And you know we're gonna post every Tuesday. And uh, you know we're just That's doing all. this for fun, so we'll see what happens. And we hope you guys enjoyed it. See you next week.